This nigga, shut up, shut up. You know what this makes me think of? Do people make like groove in the house naked in your drawers music? No. Well, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad. I know I'm bad, goddamn. You don't got no fucking. Come on, man. And then the bars, nigga. What? Everybody go home. Everybody go home. I could just stand still and shine like glass. I don't give a fuck with your favorite. I, I don't give a shit about the two. Did you hear about none of them said some shit as pimp as that? None of them. You know what's wonderful? Like CeeLo, before they got on, before he became the CeeLo Green that we know today, he was robbing niggas. <laughs> he was full blown All these dudes like coming to the industry Trying to be super hard But the people we grew up on are trying not to be that way And they literally was in the street Swizz was out there with DMX Simultaneously Robbing people together Stabbing the whole nine yards It's so much on that one album Like the three it was like Before you know I know everybody um, loves Fuck you that's not even like it's not a bad But it's like Here's so much shit You niggas just Your lack of outside Is Honestly Just literally everything that came from There's nothing bad came from the dungeon Like there's literally zero things Not at all Like None Nothing that touched that Even You know Even the little Whoosh That you guys get future Like All of it came from the dungeon Nothing bad Nothing bad came from that fucking place Sloopy Brown Sleepy Brown. That organized noise, man. Mm-hmm. Organized noises. That's why I said Sleepy Brown. They are they are a lot of the reason for the funkiness. Yeah, like this this like those eras of motherfuckers. Like it's like, you know, you have Manny Fresh, organized noise, then you can sprinkle on like the Neptunes and Timbo and like it's just shut the fuck up, everybody. Like I just Shut up But you know what you did say something man Like there is something to be said about like I just want to run around this motherfucker And and in my drawers Happy That shit is happy music dog Like A lot of mainstream music is not like I don't mean walk around in my house In my underwear Like setting the vibes And I just want to smoke a joint I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like grooving in the house Naked in your underwear, like just just dancing. You want one waffle or two? You could one <laughs> waffle or two that right there. That's a that's a you want th- you hungry, ain't you, motherfucker? Like that's man. It ain't nothing got to be that. You be by your goddamn. Do Not I want one waffle else, or two? Right. What kind of what? Do I even want waffles? But I can stand up grooving with a bowl of cereal if I feel like it. Or if you're vegan, <laughs> like a bowl of berries or something. Like, you thank you, man. Boop denied. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of y'all. <laughs> Nobody I don't think Well mainstream I'll say mainstream We obviously We listen to, to Newer artists Like Sango or somebody Masego 
they yeah. make some stuff that we can groove to in the house in our draws, but we don't have a lot of mainstream groove groove in my draws music. No more. You know what? That's true. Damn. If y'all got if anybody that's that's listening, whether you you know on the app, hop in the chat, or if you live on YouTube, wherever you are, if you're paying attention to this, if you're watching this later on, then put it in the comments and we'll see it later. But if you if you're watching this and you have some songs that you feel like you can groove to in your jaws now, not no old school stuff, not stuff that came out in like the early two thousands. I mean, from let's say two thousand. I'll be nice. 2015 till now. Put it, put it in the chat. Let us know. Like, let us know what songs you can groove to in your draws at the house. I feel like the bad thing is too is like those artists that they make that you have to really go find them. Yeah. Like, you that's know, it. They're not mainstream. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, I guess it's not bad. Well, I guess that depends. Like, if you are, like we talked about last episode. Like, I almost just go out of my way to just be like, hey, that's something I probably am not hearing yet. And I just mm-hmm. will go kind of do my own little searches. But yeah, the motherfuckers should be mainstream. Ain't happy. Yeah, mainstream, mainstream man. It's you not can get in your conspiracy bag. They want to keep us depressed and fucked up and, and gay. You know <laughs> <laughs> the agenda. It's what you know. That's been talked about like all day, like on the because you know, um. I'm kind of like in the little work cars and stuff. So I, you know, cut the radio on and shit. And it was just like, I'm not even like trying to like knock old boy. Like, you know, we, everybody just little nuts. I'm like, he just be wilding because, you know, he'd be wilding. Like, whatever. Wear what you want to wear, whatever. Blah, it blah, works. Blah. But everybody just was like, you know, against the agenda and blah, blah. I was like, man, I'd be wondering if it's kind of like Boosie said. Like, Boosie's like, I'm not hated. Like, in real life, like online. And I'm not taking away that there are like clear issues that. People in the LGBTQ plus, I think I got them all, community go through. You did. But it's like, oh, well, fuck it, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm in the best. But um, it's like, damn, like, you know, I think, like, and I'm just thinking for him, like, can't the nigga just make some music? Like, is he trying? I be wondering, is he sitting at home, like, I don't, not trying to be nobody's fucking, you know, like, yes, you represent a certain culture and that, take right. that into an account. But it's right. like, yeah, I just was making, like, music, dog, like. I mean, if we think about it, when we was growing up, didn't RuPaul put out music? Yeah, I think. They wasn't fucking with RuPaul music like like they probably could today, and they weren't talking about the agenda. Was their music whack? Or his music whack? I don't know. I, I don't know I, I don't remember. Lil Richard shit was fire, but I know. Lil Richard didn't really. He, he didn't come out. He embodied like, the uh, imagery of it, but he didn't embody the lifestyle of it. He wasn't running around talking about. That's part true. of the LGBTQ, they didn't even have that at that time, so it's it's a little different. But people weren't demonizing it as much back then, and those were worse times. Today, it's just like uh, not not to say that I fully condone everything that Lil Nas does, because I really can give a rat's ass about him as a person, character, whatever. I don't know. I'm motherfucking label. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't care. But just let him whatever. Like y'all should have figured out by now. He does stuff because it helps keep him relevant. Like you guys are going to react to it and it's great promotion for me to plug in whatever I'm trying to be a part. Like I want this attention and validation. Even if I'm just doing Instagram posts, I'm doing it because you guys are going to get a certain reaction out of it and it helps put more money in my pocket. So why not do it? Just let him do what he's going to do and either give him the attention or not. 
Or even like the, I don't know if you saw the other, I don't know his name, but another person in the industry is like a gay, I think he's Asian or like, like Latinx. I don't recall his ethnicity, but mm. he wore Aaliyah's dress to the VMAs or something. Like, I guess the literal dress that she wore back in whatever year. Mm. He asked the designer to borrow it and he let him borrow it and he wore the exact same dress. Male wearing the dress. It's like, but even that, I would be more so upset. Like, that's Aaliyah's, bro. Yeah, I don't give a shit about a dude wearing a dress. You right. Know, that, a- that would be the only gripe I have with that. Even though it's really not Aaliyah's, it's something that the designer let her wear, mm-hmm. like promotion wise, but she's no longer living. So nobody else should have access to wearing this, especially somebody of her magnitude. And you just gave it to some random dude that's on social media like this. Yeah. It doesn't I, equate. I guess I guess my thing would be the message. Are you trying to pay homage to her or just, you know. She's popular topic now because they released her music. So let me yeah, do that something seems, to bring attention know, that, to myself, which is corny. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, not for her sake. You could have just wore any dress or Yeah, you know, no, dress I'm, or I'm cool. Not, to, um, not that exact one. You kind of ruined, in my opinion, like you ruined what it was significant of and, and the remembrance behind it. But it has nothing to do with him wearing the dress. I don't really care. It's the person that you're... Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, man, yeah, things like that. I mean, I know it's a dress, but that kind of makes me feel like a little bit how, like, you know, say Timberland and, like, Missy were talking about, even with her movie and 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 things like that. It's just like, you know, like, I don't, I want to say there was something with Drake a little while back besides just, I think he got, like, a tattoo of her or some shit like that. Oh, Leah. Yeah, yeah, but just, like, people, like, you know, ago. like, be a fan, but also there's, as a realm where, like, being a fan, like, oversteps into, you know, you're just encroaching upon this person's stuff in right. a way. And... You know, I know that's probably murky waters, but who you fucking talk to. But I kind of dig it, like, cause if I like, fu- if I knew Aaliyah, I feel like that would bug me. Like it bugs me now. I don't know. If, I never met this woman, but if I like knew, I'd be like, ah, I can see what you was like maybe trying to do, but like, nah. And that could be, and that's not a dude thing. Like, if a woman was wearing like her dress, I'd be like, yeah, mm. no, no. If it, especially if it's it iconic would, towards her, it like, would yeah, depend nah. on the person. In my opinion, for somebody that is no longer with us, that has had such a impression and presence on the game that Aaliyah had in her short time here and has had post. Mm-hmm. Let it be somebody of equal influence. Like if it's a, I'm going on an extreme here, but let's say Beyonce. If Beyonce wears it, I don't think anybody cares because it's like, oh, she's paying homage. I, mm-hmm. I get it. That person is able to do it. But you're just some dude on social media that I guess people pay attention to for whatever fashion purposes. It's like you don't have the same I think that's that makes sense. Magnitude. Like you don't have the something same to influence. gain. Like Beyonce would have nothing to gain except I'm paying homage to this person. Right. But like, to, to attach something like, did you do this for some for some humph? Because you, you could have got some humph another way. Yeah. Like don't don't do you could have said it's a similar dress. This dress was inspired by the dress. And then okay, I, I get mean, it. You could have wore some shit with her on it. It's the fucking right. gala. You could put you up. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, pretty much. That nigga had a suit on. <laughs> hey man. Like his level of troll is like I gotta fuck with bro a little bit. Like some of the shit like I know I had gripes with the video and shit, but some shit I'm like, hey man. Cause I be like If somebody keeps fucking with me I'm like My level of fuck it And my level of fuck it I swear like in like You know my early 20s dude The same shit You in your early 20s You got money You kind of have free reign That the average motherfucker Don't have I don't know that I would be In this camp saying do it But when he does it I would be like Nigga that's kind of funny Like I don't hate this nigga Like I don't know why People give him like So much fucking hate Cause you could just do What I do If I see some shit And I'm like Ugh. I just You know 
Look how fast that was. And this right here, that's not even one. I just flipped through 717 posts doing that shit. I got to go back because I missed some shit. Like, it takes nothing to go. It's a lot of effort. To, like, I've been trying to post and comment on shit. Boy, that's a lot of fucking time. You mean that. You meant that, my nigga. Like, it just got on my... The, it, you meant that. You meant to post that. You meant to type that. Cause that brings up an interesting point. When it comes to sharing your perspective or commenting on certain things, should we not because it has nothing to do with us or is it okay for us to express our perspective? I don't think I'd ever tell nobody it's not okay to express your perspective, but don't express your shit and act like somebody's just supposed to be Great, you said what you said, and that's cool. People might have, especially on the internet, it's, you are now in contact potentially with the world. So, nigga, somebody out there just flat out doesn't understand, and you need to be able to differentiate between, okay, me and you were having an actual back-and-forth debate. You are completely sidestepping the point. You are a fucking idiot. You So, by all means, say your shit. Be prepared for what you get. Mm-hmm. And if you have, I'm passionate about this, and I want to get the facts mm-hmm. out, cool. I don't have to go back and forth with you, especially if I realize like, oh, this motherfucker just talking out their ass. All right, cool. Nah. So just in a nutshell, no, you say your shit, but don't act like just because you said it. This is a whole, you know, motherfuckers that we know personally be like, why you say that? Well, is that what I said? Have a reason. I would say a lot of y'all would like more people to have thought out reasons for why they said what they said. And on both sides, on the sides of people who say some shit and you said something and you wrong, you go, you know what? My bad. Let me kind of take a step back to be educated because this is what I thought. You gave me something else to think about. Cool. And the other mm-hmm. side, don't stand on a motherfucker's head because they bowed out gracefully like, yeah, that's right, stupid motherfucker. Like, okay, thank you for, you know, being a fucking rational human being. And now we might have a, you might have missed an opportunity to maybe like help somebody grow by going, yeah, just up here saying shit and blah, 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 or something snide or something slick. You can check that. It, one, you can check that shit because you're in your own home. There's nothing that says you got to type back something slick mm-hmm. if this is something, especially a bettering conversation. Now, if you want to like, you know, if you want to get, if you, just, I'm just saying, if you want to get busy, get busy, but expect busy back. Don't say some right. slick, slick, some slick shit and be like, now people are bullying me. Bitch, fuck you. So ex- expect reciprocity. Yeah. Like one of my favorite lines is like, you know, I'm going to assume this is a, a thing for the both of us, but definitely for me, you said blah, blah, blah. Yes, bitch, because I was ready to fight. I definitely said, fuck you, punk motherfucker. And if he swings, I'm not going to be like, I can't believe he swung on me. Bitch, that's what I'm here for because I don't like you and I'm cool with fighting. Don't say some outlandish or some slick shit or some under. And they go, oh, you bad now. Bitch, you said some fucking undercutting shit. So if they go to you, like when I see sometimes like celebrities do that, like, um, what's so girl? I see, uh. I've seen Tokyo Vanity do that before. Like oh. somebody might say something to her and she on her pictures. And it's like, you know what? I might have let two hundred of y'all pass. But you two hundred and one, not only are you this is your time, but you said some extra shit. So let me go pull up your page. And now all I gotta do is say two or three good ethers and then it's five hundred thousand comments. You should have thought about that before you said something. I've said some wild shit under the pie page, and I'm just one day somebody gonna see that shit and be like, you know, you bald head, <laughs> unshaved bitch. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I didn't shave. I didn't shave today, but I meant what I said. I'm not taking it back. Like, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, I bring that up. Like it came up in the question. Like, 
basically just between men and women. I know we kind of go battle of the sexes quite oh, often. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was just expressed like if essentially by a woman like if if it has nothing to do with the man then why is he saying anything to begin with he should just mind his business because it has nothing to do with him and my point was like but for men on social media we get all types of things thrown at us all day long black men i can't speak for other men but black men get all types of negativity and shade and he shouldn't have done this and men supposed to do that all day long for people that it does not pertain to you it does not have anything to do with you, but we are okay with commenting on things in regards to what a black man should be doing. But we don't keep that same energy when that same man or a black man says, well, here's my perspective. Like, if you want to be able to share your perspective as a woman, why is it not okay for men to be able to share their perspective as well? Why do they get met with? It ain't got nothing to do with you. You shouldn't even speak up on it. Mind your business. I will say, you know, Bar, shout out to uh, I just want to like say the page properly Jackson 1616, and that's J A X O N. Also, go listen to One Mic Stand, go follow Bro. But he he posed the question, mm-hmm. and it Culture. was why does the criticism of the black woman equate to hating black women, but the criticism of the black man equates to tough love? <laughs> I would just say I saw that earlier. So when y'all you said that, that just kind of. I mean, it was it was one of his things that I was conversating on. Oh, okay. Now Shit. he was a, he was in agreement with what I was saying. Now essentially, that was just a part of the conversation that I had with the, with a couple individuals underneath one of his posts. But it was like people have the right to speak on whatever they want to speak on. Don't don't be conveniently contradictory when it's in your favor. I think. That some of these still purposely, and sometimes maybe, you know, I understand the feeling away, but lack context. Because <clears throat> I don't think niggas is always up there like, man, well, some of them are, and those are weirdos and we can whatever. But it was like, mm-hmm. she up here wearing fucking heels and they silver. I hate when she wears things that are silver heels. That literally has nothing to do with you, doesn't affect you. But in these conversations that... Where these mindsets and these actions may affect us, this may affect I'm a you know, we're all black men in pursuit of black women. Right. And it's like, okay, but these ideologies, these things you're saying conflict with how our relationships go. Not me trying to dominate you. Like you looking are looking at this selfishly because it benefits you. But if we're looking at this to the benefit of two individuals that are working to build each other, what you just said in my mind registers as a mindset that thinks of a b and c that is extremely selfish Mm -hmm. that is extremely contradictory to this selfless love thing everybody talks about that is also just can it it promotes something that will hurt and hinder me so i'm gonna comment on that if i feel like one if i'm in the space for it if it triggers me but if i'm in the space i want to have a conversation about we're having these relationship conversations then ma'am what you're doing here contributes to our issues that's a critique that's not me saying, fuck all these dirty bitches. That's, ma'am, look, y'all do this, and it fucks the game up. It doesn't, it's not me not, whatever. And, like, this is a hard no, and you're and y'all are up here trying to, you know, stamp it as woman shit and not even trying to look at the fact of that's hurting. That's hurting the relationship. That's hurting. Like, that's, for a nigga to take that, it's like, yeah, you have to. Do you want to be tolerated? You don't want to be like loved and enjoyed. You want to be tolerated. And on the flip side, you're not tolerating no nigga shit. So it's like, make it even. Let's 
and understand that are you not tolerating this nigga shit because what he said is wrong or really abusive, or are you just on a power kick? And if you in power kick phase, that's fine. Acknowledge that. Niggas be like, I'm on some whole shit. Then just enjoy your whole shit. Enjoy your I'm not fucking with these niggas shit. But don't try to say I'm I'm on dominant stomp niggas balls but wanna be in a conducive mutual relationship. Like that's not you a convenient contradiction. I, I in that post, so to to preface, he put up something which was a woman she went on a little rant talking about do do men even like women? Since y'all say there's so many things you dislike about women, do y'all even really like women? Do y'all even really care about women? And I guess that was somewhat of a response about somebody provided context within the in the chat. It was like uh she was responding to a post, I guess, or a meme that somebody created that was talking about how they don't like fake eyelashes mm. or something along those lines. So mind you, this is a meme talking about I don't like fake eyelashes and you went on a three minute rant talking about how men men do y'all even like women. So my point was you guys don't even realize how you approach us so often with magical thinking, with black and white thinking, with extremes. Mm-hmm. Because I do not like this, then I do not like you or any of you altogether, as opposed to realizing he has a perspective. My perspective is I don't like this. I can still love you or care about you or like y'all as a whole, but I don't like this thing that you're doing. But in your mind, it's no. It's all or nothing, black or white, left or right, one extreme to the next. There is no gray area. Here's my thing a little bit, too. Just, and I'm not trying to split hairs, but... The things, at least we're just going off just using the physical things as an example. Right, right, right. It's one, they're things that a nigga still, you know, I guess everybody has levels of where you deal with this certain issue. But nigga things are things that are changeable. You, If you want or don't want or to adjust your eyelashes, cool. Hair, cool. Is it fucked up to, to, to judge somebody on some physical shit? Yes, but you can. But a nigga can't change being 5'4". Nigga can't change his dick size. Nigga can't change um, that his beard don't connect. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's like it sounds good, but it also just breeds a, a little bit of, I don't feel that bad. And I don't, and a nigga would be, le- I don't feel like a nigga would be super motivated to change this because, like, man, you are judging me on things that are like, I can't do nothing about, or these are super core things. You just like that look. Like, you could easily wake up tomorrow and not want to do eyelash shit or whatever the fuck. I don't know, like. Or not wear makeup or whatever. Those aren't necessities. A necessity or not. I can't do shit about this. You could all you could fucking man, you could not be fat if you wanted to. Like, you know. Essentially. I that you explaining that, a, a interesting question po- popped in my mind. Are men better at self acceptance than women? Because we look at like accepting women being able to wear whatever they want, all the fake hair, the lashes, the wigs, the nails, the you can do whatever you want to your body. It's your body. That's considered empowerment. But like you said, with men, there's a lot of our things within our body that we can't change and we just deal with it. I think that is one of these things where, you know, fleshing some of these thoughts out to their furthest degree or trying to get there makes sense. Mm-hmm. Tough love, man up. Essentially, on the surface, is does breed a lot of like toxic masculinity, a lot of issues. But it does breed, you know, if there's a positive and a negative, it does breed that you have to own your shit. That's the underlying theme that you have to own and be accountable for yourself at its best form. But a lot of us get it at the worst form, so it's just like toughen up, nigga. Right. But 
be a man, man up, own your shit, accountability. That's the thing, personal responsibility. Some of this, especially when it comes to the space of relationships, for women, it's like you are the prize. You are already in inherently here with all of the things that you are supposed to be. You are great from jump. You have nothing to build on. Anything you build to do is simply like something you could do. But honestly, right now, starting out the gate, you're already fucking like, you know, if it's a hundred meter race, man, you start off at fucking 80. You're, but that kind of thought process lets you walk in the room. And that's where people, I think, the idea that you need to think about this and examine it automatically turns into like misogyny or trying to keep you down. It's like, no, man, nobody's trying to break you down, trying to make you reasonable because you can't expect me to be this super amazing nigga. And then I'm looking at you from my super amazing space that I've built and earned and created. And I'm like, Hey, I don't really care about like, you don't go to work with me. Like you're a lawyer out there and that's lovely. But in here, Bitch, I'm not on the stand. So you, the same way I leave uh, my little CEO shit over there and I don't bring that home, you can't come to me, lawyerish, but you didn't work on you. You came in the game for your whole life thinking, I'm, you need to earn this. No, we need to earn each other because who the fuck is you? And that's just okay. Like, niggas work from who the fuck is you. I got I got to, when I'm on the team, like, hey, coach, you know, I was a five-star athlete. I don't give a fuck what you were. You came into this college campus. Don't wear that fucking letterman around here. You, you don't go there. You go here. And who the fuck is you? Cool. Because that teaches you it's always some who the fuck is you at some point. There might not be that much on the other side. Another interesting question that comes up. So shout out to my niece, Ariel. She turned 10 this weekend. Well, Late. Te- Technically today we celebrated this weekend. <laughs> Boy, it was weird. <laughs> Hey man, had to put on a good show. Had to put on a good show. We went to the went to the bouncy house, one of them little bouncy places. For for people that follow me on social media, her her dad. I saved him in a video coming through. Just want you to know. I appreciate it. It's okay. I, I did it for content purposes because I wanted people to have something to smile about. Now, granted, I did it a few times and I made it with ease. But that one time, you know, being a little silly, I had a little Elvis Presley going on. And man. Slipped off. I caught myself. I ain't fall though. Content. Hey, do your thing. Man, I, I, the amount of people. This lets me know that you motherfuckers be paying attention because the amount of people that responded to that and wanted to like laugh or kind of joke about it. But when I post serious shit, y'all be crickets. That's have that same yeah. energy. Like come comment on everything. Hey, look. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just say this before you get to your point. I did post a. Uh, I posted another fucking question, and and I, it was two things. It was a question, and I posted even a little funny, um, you know, like whatever in the back. But I don't know. Look, what, uh, this still could still confirms the point. Now the first little poll was on some bullshit. <laughs> the second one was on some mild bullshit, but still the shit with a point. You niggas be kind of crickets, but it was two days ago, man. We talk about. I said it was a thing about fingers and ass. You niggas couldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'd be like, "Why, wow, nigga, y'all bald? This niggas in here answer questions who I know don't like shit, don't whatever shit, but y'all today ass. Yeah, <laughs> we're here for the buttholes. All right, motherfucker. Y'all bypass all the serious stuff that we actually want to have conversation with y'all about, which y'all love the bullshit. People love it. the people don't be getting deep. We here now. I don't want to get deep right there. I don't right. want to talk about that. Unless you're talking about deep in the ass. I wasn't talking about me. I was talking about them, no, not right. me. Like, right. All right, cool. Convenient contradictions. But 
Uh, at, at my niece's birthday party, you know, at a kid birthday party, at some point the adults are going to sit and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of talking about relationships and things not working out and parenting styles and things of that nature. But I ended up kind of like part of my piece in what I was speaking is like, why don't we teach children the value of themselves before we teach them the value of everything external? So even as you're saying, like for a lot of men, they're going to get met with the who the fuck are you at some point. They have to prove themselves in every single situation to their friends. I got to prove myself because to be cool with these niggas, I got to either be good at basketball or sports or be good at shooting and joking or be good. Like I have to be good at something for people to fuck with me and be cool with me. Mm -hmm. I have to be good at something when it comes to academics. I have to be good at something when it comes to sports. I have to be good at something for dating. I have to be good at something in everything. Everybody's going to make me have to prove my worth. But at what point in the household is this person being taught self-worth so they don't even have to stress over proving themselves to other people? Why don't we teach our kids the importance of learning how to tap in with themselves, understand themselves, and the value of themselves so they're not looking at the external world as if that's what the importance is? Why do we continue to push this? And I labeled it as this, this generational trauma, like the same mm-hmm. things we, we went through. You got to learn how to do this and you got to learn how to do that and you got to prove this and you got to prove that. But at no point in time did we stop and realize that shit didn't help me. And in my 30s, I had to learn the value of me. Why don't I teach my kids the value of me? I think sometimes people are only one. I don't think everybody understands fully the value of them. They're just, you know, doing everybody still is to a certain degree running on autopilot for old beliefs like We still are, are are dealing with the remnants. You know, I think we're way better than our previous generation, but the remnants of that 1950s nuclear family shit of what mm-hmm. shit's supposed to look like. And we are still tossing that trauma off from not knowing ourselves. But also, even if we got to learn ourselves, I think there's a fear that kicks in about, you know, this worked for me. And I understand he's like, oh, shit. But maybe I should just, you know, I had to do a lot of struggling and like still not understanding that struggles par for the course. And you struggled more because you set out in life with no tools. You didn't have no sword and no shield. You were just out there naked, rolling around, wrestling fucking uh, bears and shit, where you have the opportunity because you're not going to beat. We try to gear up the wrong things. You could give your kid the sword and the shit and treat them like a Spartan from five. They're going to still run across the same struggles technically, but they're mm-hmm. going to blast that bitch because you gave them the tools early. So I think we don't pay attention to how we're thinking motherfuckers like i made it here this is my thought cool but that people don't which is why you know not just use the usual tagline therapy is important because you got to really start learning like (laughs) yep like oh yeah i did this digging man you don't understand boy you can you got to you can dig keep digging because you can hit them pipes then dig around them and dig because you didn't realize oh shit i didn't dug a little further down here I need to repipe this bitch. You didn't even know that you dug six feet enough to kind of, you know, this is a good depth. This is a, you didn't realize you can go further and further and further. And I think, you know, just a perspective shift. Like that shit you said about, like you posted about from the um, Choi dude. I really want to talk to that guy. Loki. Like I've seen like a guy. I saw him on fucking like um, Joe Rogan. He just seems like a cool nigga to talk to. Artsy nigga. Anyways, he he talked about switching from, you know, switching just to gratitude. I have to do this right. to where I get to do this. And that, I think, would apply to that situation. Like, I I, I have to do all this uh, inner work. And blah, 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 fuck, that's tiresome. 
I get to turn my motherfucking self into Super Saiyan, blah, blah, blah. Right. Helps when you have geek references, because I don't know how to turn into Super Saiyan in vogue on the fucking uh, waiting to excel person. But whatever, um, you know, anime, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but yeah, just turning that into, um, turning just simple tweaks that like, yes, I don't know, like it's that weird balance between, you know, s- simple doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be hard, but it doesn't have to be super complex, even right. though this is technically a contradictory complex thing. Like you're doing a lot of deep work on your, you know, self and your traumas and your thought processes. But simply is, is like if you change that into a, a simple switch change into this is going to be something positive as opposed to something I have to grudgingly pull through, that helps. Like practice sucks, but if I'm thinking like, fuck, I got to run 50 laps. Damn, nigga, I'm 50 laps faster than these niggas I'm going to play on Friday. It fucking helps. Not even that, but I only have to run one when it's competition time. The, boom. That's even fucking better. That's a better one. Like, you, the shit is complex on its own, so there are a, a lot of levels that we overlook where you can simplify it for yourself and not understanding that those little simple tweaks get you fucking a thousand yards down the line. Like, right. Why we don't teach balance. At then we fucking all. And we don't realize how we didn't know balance in general. So part of like my homeboy's point, my niece's father, his point when I was talking about like uh, things not working, he's like, why aren't you in a relationship? Like when are you going to have kids? Like everybody else got kids, when are you going to have kids? And I was like, when I've done it the right way. He's like, what is the right way? And I was like, one, mostly it's when I work on myself and I got myself to where I feel like I can come into a situation and contribute the best that I can as opposed to leading with whatever insecurities I have. Mm. But mostly like I'm going to make sure that I find the right person the right way. From a healthy mindset, I can make sure that I'm choosing healthy people. He's like, but how do you know? And I was like, you don't always know, but if you've worked on yourself enough, you can understand how to choose the right person. If I know that I'm focusing on me, I know that my choices are going to be focused in whatever I I am. If I haven't worked on me, then I'm basically choosing based on what I've been through. So I'm choosing from an unhealthy standpoint. But his thing was like, you never know, you never get to prepare for these things. But my point was like, you're always preparing for these things. You don't actually have an experience of perfection. Like I've never been through this specific thing, but I've been through scenarios that can teach me how to deal with this if I'm Mm -hmm. paying attention to myself. Now, going back to what I said earlier under Jackson's post as far as extremes with boys and girls. With boys, we don't teach them the value of themselves at all. We teach them how to adapt to their external. With girls, we bolster up their worth without them ever learning of how to prove it or earn it or things like that. You are a princess. You are the next in line to be queen. You, sir, over here are a peasant, and you got to prove to everybody why you deserve to be king. Two extremes. Mm -hmm. There's no balance in between. If we're teaching our children balance, I'm teaching you how, yes, you are this, you are a princess. You are a prince. But you know what comes with that? You got to train for cotillions. You got to learn how to run a country. You got to learn how to do this. You got to learn how to do that. You got to be in tune with yourself. You got to understand what king, what type of king you want to be, what type of kingdom you want to run. You have to be able to be that of which you're trying to create when you get into this position. That's the balance point. But if we don't teach them that, then what do they do when they get in that position? I choose a king or a queen that is going to be imbalanced just like me. So we are both tipping the scale in a negative way. That's how you can prepare 
without having gone through these experiences. If I understand the balance of me, I'm going to make balanced decisions. If I'm in a place of imbalance, I'm going to make imbalanced decisions. We don't even realize in our family dynamics how we're teaching imbalance and traumatizing our people. Fucking right. I think I think even that, like, you know, and I, I'm sketchy about using this wording because it turns into these stupid memes you motherfuckers <laughs> post about, you know, if they're not on your level, they'll fall off, which essentially to a degree <laughs> is true. But in your scenario right now of the balance, if I am a, I'm using a male example because I just feel like men get a little, you know, I'll take that back. Everybody gets a little pushback when you find your truth, but this right. is where it's different. If you are... You know, if it turns into a level of arrogance, then that's not you knowing your worth. That's you shutting down and not learning that you need to kind of, you know, adjust where are you being, you know, powerful in yourself or are you being arrogant shit? If we're using the female example that you use, that you start off on I am queen shit and then, you know, a nigga might ask, well, what are you doing that is actually queenly in comparison to how relationships are run? Like, because we both can bring money and mon- and, mon- and mon- monetary shit to the table which is fucking necessary <laughs> but other aspects like what else makes you a queen like a dude you have to be you know niggas throw around niggas are still throwing around comments and statements that were fucking when you pull out the fucking sword you have to be trustworthy you have to have integrity you have to have you know motherfuckers gotta rely on you man of his word like you have to have all of these I have this my word in my balls all that shit like you have to have all of these fucking statutes and things that make you an honorable trustworthy man you have to if you get into the little intricate things of little subcategories that come with dating i have to be charming i have to be funny i have to I have to listen I have to be in tune and you know judge niggas a lot because on the flip side dudes just say she has to be pretty even when you look at pop culture a lot of queens are Dignified and regal in presentation alone. Right. But it's like, if we're looking at what these jobs entail, what the fuck is the point of having a queen if she's just your fucking arm candy? Like, and ruling and being able to say, like, all right, King, we need to do this, then, man, that comes with responsibility. That's like, if we're going to go take over, what's the system, Mr. Shy and shit? Yeah, I'll get on the horses and go out there and slice and dice and whatever with these motherfuckers, but you have to run the kingdom. And that does not mean fucking just washing dishes and whatever the fucking shit. It's an analogy for balance. We both have to work and contribute to this thing in vital ways. Because if I'm the one, I just don't understand the logic behind if I'm the one. At doing all the stuff, then nigga, I love me. I don't know what I love from you if, unless I'm, my love is coming from a space of insecurity. Right. If I'm a balanced man and I'm able to tuck my motherfucking pride and go, I don't know this. You have to lead on this one. I have no idea what the fuck we're doing. I want. I like the goal you told me. I don't know how to get there. You do. Lead us there. The next phase, I know how to do that. I'll lead us on that. And that's how this partnership goes. Like, holy shit, man. DC's the top tier uh, I'm gonna use football bitch And you're gonna fucking deal with it DC's the top fucking receiver In the country man And I'm I'm an amazing I'm an amazing running back But these niggas are stuffing the fuck out the run Great Cause I got a partner who can catch the fucking ball They crash, they crash on me Good Launch that motherfucker down the field But if he goes well, you supposed to be scoring all the touchdowns. You the running back. I'm shit. I didn't come out here. My look at my jersey. It's got mud on it. Like now we done lost, motherfucker. Like so, I don't. I just I just feel like that is something that we talk these things, but don't fully like have the conversations. And even if you, I feel like some people are having the conversations, because you, you see them. The conversations are had in the comments or in personal life, but it's like 
take the time because we've had them. It's like say what we said for twenty minutes, <laughs> then you got to spend another fifteen minutes of going. Take what you just said, what you just heard from us. Put your trauma over here. Now listen to what we said. Oh, that makes good sense. So people aren't even realizing that you don't disagree with this. Your your pride disagrees with this. Your past disagrees with this. Your unres your unresolved or unresolution of those issues disagrees with this. And that's bullshit. You fucking you holding yourself back. You're weird, buddy. You're weird. <laughs> you're weird. As a man deciding that I want to run a kingdom as a queen in your kingdom as a king. And I'm choosing a queen that doesn't have the skills of a chambermaid. It makes absolutely no sense. Or a woman wants a king, but he's basically just a court jester or somebody that's or you're a rich noble here, but you don't really know how to actually run this shit. You just come with finance to contribute to the situation. Like understand what you're choosing, but you have to understand yourself to understand what it is that you are choosing, how to choose better. Even that point you said though, like how y'all were having the conversation, like not to knock on your friend, because like I I under, I, I understand the the desire, because contrary to popular belief, man, niggas aren't out here like fuck relationships, and I don't want to I want to just stick my dick in everything. I feel like that was an old adage back in the day, but I feel like one that was wasn't all the way properly thought out even from niggas, because even I used to say that, but I didn't necessarily just. When I was like, okay, I'll take that back. Like, when I was, like, early in college, it was just pussy, 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 pussy. But after you fuck enough, and you're fucking might be three three people, you're fucking might be 30 people, depending on your history and all bunch of areas. But the in, in the end, you do want somebody to share stuff with. But the idea is you start looking at, all right, man, I done gone on a couple of dates. I done interacted with a couple of people. You don't have enough relationships. That's because I started recognizing, like, midway, we're not giving the same stuff. And when I say the same stuff, I don't literally mean the same acts. I feel like that's another reason why people trip up these conversations and be like, "Say so you just want to be the... That ain't it. But motherfuckers are getting off scot-free. Like, you're not contributing the way in what he's doing for you, you are not doing for him. Mm -hmm. And for him to say that, it starts to become, oh, niggas don't appreciate him. That's not true, man. You only want to live love the way that you've been taught you're supposed to. And there's nothing that says that that's right. Like, even the, that, to me, breeds a mindset of, y'all getting old, you might as well, you just start settling for people so you don't die alone. Right. Which is fucking terrible, because you really got somebody out here who can say some shit like, like, I'll say this, niggas buckle under this shit, and I don't even think it always means you don't care about this person, but you haven't had the interactions, or you guys are not in the space to where this is really good kind of, what? I'm ready for a relationship. When are we going to get married? When are we going to uh, blah, 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 blah. And that has the exact same energy of, you want to see my dick? Oh, my God, my dick. Look at my dick. When are you going to look at my dick? Are you going to look at my dick? It, it, it's the same thing. It's the same energy. Sexualized. I know, I know that's, you know, super, uh, dicks are crazy, but you trying to bombard somebody's life, shit or get off the pot, and not ever once going. If a, if a nigga says... Gonna look at my dick And she goes no And he goes back And tells his boys They be like nigga You was completely Unfuckable in that moment right. Women go back And say that to their friends And nobody in the conversation Goes are you marryable Bitch Like what about Would you marry you Why Take your fucking arrogance out just out the, Why What about you Would make somebody go I want to spend my life With this person And not that And not And it's not always That foofy shit Cause I think niggas Think about the foofy shit, the love, whatever. But in the back of my mind, I have to have tangible reasons for her also to fuck with me. I have to have a good job. I have to be able to maintain. I have to be something that doesn't add liability to her life. Women just be like, I could just be here. Why? 
not even just am I ready for the thing that I'm requesting, but even more so, like, am I requesting it at the right time? Does this make sense for me to request that? I could be the best partner in the world, and anybody that gets with me would be lucky to have me. But does that mean <laughs> that you're getting the right person at the right time? Are you approaching that individual with your qualities, or are you approaching your, that person with your expectation? I'm ready. Let's let's just do this. I'm ready to get married. You're ready to get married. You didn't ask that other person if they're ready to get married. You didn't ask that other person if you're the person for them that they want to get married to. You just automatically jump straight to that. It's invasive, which is the same as you said. As look at my dick and my balls. Here's a hot dog. But I got both of it. For, what like, constitutes that you're ready? You just tired of being alone because you're not ready to get married. You're desperate. You're not even coming into the marriage. Like I've always, I've always said this shit, and I'm not going back up off it. And I've had like actual arguments of it because it turns into like you just don't want to be married that's not true that's now i don't i don't i really don't care heads or tails of it but there's nothing it's nothing that i'm not right would not, not do we're avoiding it yeah actively because the conversation is not one of these like oh i can't even buckle my motherfucker you know i'm not pulling the slim i can't even buckle my shirt to the top but i get nervous it's <sighs> damn I lost my train of thought for two seconds why it's it's why yeah, it's oh, there we go. Yeah, it's just like, what is the purpose for getting married? The marriage to me should always be the icing on the cake. You motherfuckers want to get married because I like the wedding, I like marriage. Even that shit, motherfuckers say on, and it sounds cute, but it can potentially be really, really scary. Like, I just want to be a old. My husband said, "Ass bitch," you know. I like saying, "Damn," you know. My my wife said, but it's like. You are doing this for the title and not the fact that I love this fucking individual and I want to do life with this motherfucker. Right. It should really feel, and this is not what I'm saying, it, is, it has to look like, but the feeling inside should be like, oh shit, you want to get married? Because it, it, that's how much it should matter because what y'all have should be, if marriage is the thing that makes or creates the foundation, it wasn't a fucking thing to start with. Right. Kind of like, like the, the, the saying that you just used, it's the icing on the cake. Right. Mm-hmm. For black folks, our stereotypical stereotypically our cakes, aside from red velvet, what are they? Sagatumi cake, seven up cake, pound cake. None of those have icing. Why? Because they are great as is. Oh, this nigga's brilliant. <laughs> we don't need that. If this is great enough as it is, we don't need all the frilly shit that's gonna make it seem good. This is good enough as itself. That's just something that we can I can throw icing on some seven up cake or socket to me cake or pound cake. I can. This shit is bomb as is. I don't have to do that. If we approach ourselves and our relationships the same way. This is let's make sure that this is perfect as is without all the fancy shit, without all the stuff that's going to look good. Because really, all the icing is is just stuff that makes it look good. It's just sugar and food coloring. That's all it is. It's wasted calories. This is just to make this thing look pretty. But you can have a pretty ass cake with lots of colors and frosting and things of that nature. And you have a shitty ass base on the inside and the cake is going to be trash. So why not focus on the base? Why am I focusing on the accessories? And that gets into the, the do you know yourself conversation. But that goes back to the lashes originally that we started with, which is an accessory. 
you're upset because somebody doesn't like the accessory, but you're ignoring the fact that they're trying to identify the base. My thing is, is I wonder about how, you know, in a world where, <laughs> in a world long time ago, in a world where men, they, you know, niggas just stop and not trying to sound like, you know, don't be no condescending dick. Cause I'll be liking like, you know, niggas who like, you know, they wear, they motherfucking, I hate a bitch. We're like, Hey, you know, that's what she want to wear. Like, cool. Like if it's not for you, then you can just shut the fuck up. But where niggas just kind of start going, you know what? I don't like it. I would rather, I would love to like, you know. Bust all off and in and around But I might go home and jack off Just because I gotta stop empowering this dumb shit Because when women say this This is a true statement It's like Niggas fucking with it Like I hear what you're saying bro Like and it sounds cute It sounds great That we need to all whatever But This nigga over here Going for it So You know He You know He said he got a stack for me I just gotta be a bad bitch Don't cause him no problems and that's it. And on the whole, those are the motherfuckers that's winning. And so it's on niggas to just be like, yo, man, like if you out here getting it, nothing's wrong with you going. What do you do? Like, what is your, you know, what is your purpose? What is your blah, 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 blah. She giving you the same shit. And that's not a bad thing. It's like, if we're going to try to do this, I need to know that you are a fucking functioning human being. Is that really winning? No, no, because that's sticking with the analogy. No. That person chose you for the icing, not the cake. And if we're and you're getting you're saying that this whole cake is bomb. He's like, no, he chose you for the icing, which is not necessary. He chose you for the fake frou frou, Mm -hmm. nice looking shit. He didn't choose you for who you actually are, as opposed to this person over here. That's like, hey, you don't need that. I, I prefer you for the cake that you are. I don't prefer you for all the extra shit. You actually make it look worse by throwing all this other stuff on there. It's not my preference. I just rather not fuck with it. And you say, because I'd rather go with the person that's going to accept me mm-hmm. making this decision to want to be icing as opposed to want to be cake. And to me, that just flies in the face of like, um. If you if you go out and go like, because if a nigga says, "Look, man, I'm just not doing nothing with life," she just and not any of that. Just simply, she takes care of me. Because I posted like a post about that, about like if your woman made five hundred k, would you be a stay at home? Like, yeah, but like in the process of that, yeah. But in the process of me staying at home, I'm gonna fucking take on what I always thought about being a. And I'm gonna do that shit. We gonna it's gonna be seven episodes of this show a week. I'm gonna fucking start this business. I'm gonna learn how to fucking whatever like. There's no, there's, and it's not, not on just, I'm not going to be like Tom homemaker. I'm going to be like, yo, you go to the $500,000 a month job or a year job. I've started three businesses that I think can match you. And now we're a fucking million dollar family. There's right. no reason for me to just be sitting there scratching my motherfucking ass all day. I got some dick that you, you know, the, the dick you had yesterday. I got it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. But with the roles reversed, it's okay to have that mindset. Absolutely, fuck not with me. Like I just, I'm not, and I'm not budging on that. I don't feel weak for that. Like if we're talking about, and this is not to throw that in nobody's face. If I'm talking about empowering women and empowering, you know, my fucking partner. What the fuck did you, ma'am? You went to, uh, you went to surgeon school, or or you went to be a lawyer, or you went and started, um, what the fuck a business, and was making juices and cracking bitches back backs and doing massages, so I could pull up and you could just whatever. And if we're talking about marriage and marriage, talking about life, we need to build a family and make me an honest woman. 
and I mean this with all do whatever the fuck you feel about it, bitch. If I come into my motherfucking house and I see you anywhere teaching my fucking daughter some goofy fucking shit about licking and lapping behind some nigga as supposed to be the thing that she's aspiring to do in life. You, I, like, I, I lift the roof off this bitch. You teach my son, this motherfucker that I'm up here raising and creating to be this king, that his only fucking duty is also to take care of some fucking mutt? Fuck you. Absolutely the fuck not. That's not what we doing. You are here to be queen mother of the earth, and you need to be able to do this, this, and this, and you find a nigga that can allow you to do this, this, and this, and get out your fucking way. You need to find a nigga that's not going to be sitting there, you don't come home and cook for me like you used to. Cause he's too busy fucking doing whatever the fuck he needs to do. And y'all are raising this, y'all have this super great conglomerate. And then when y'all have like y'all free time, y'all fly to some place that nobody can fucking pronounce. And and you enjoy life. But I'm not gonna fucking teach no girl of mine to just be up under a nigga or some shit. Or like if you gonna hold your, you hold your weight. Like you pull your fucking weight around there. I don't give a fuck how y'all divvy up the weight, but you pull it and you shut the fuck up about it. There's a lot of shit going on out here in life for you to be sitting here mad that you have to do your part. I have to cook. So fucking he cooks this week. That's a stupid fucking rule. You motherfuckers cannot. Frustrated. Yeah, because it's just it, it, it's all these statements just thrown around about relationship this and growth that and we are this and not paying attention to your thinking in a process that is absolutely contradictory to that shit. Like that's not that's not a thing. Which goes back to my point of why don't we teach our kids the importance of themselves? Because we don't know the importance of our motherfucking selves. Bingo. Shit. Like. Which is which is okay because I made this comment too when we were having this conversation. I would love for everybody to understand this early, but it's job security for me if you don't. If you decide in your mid-30s to finally start figuring your shit out, or even, like, I have some clients that are in their 60s and still ain't figured it out. That's job security for me. That's great. But I would rather that we learn these lessons in in our adolescent foundational years. So like you're saying, I'm going to teach you Queen Mother Earth, this, this, and this. I don't want you learning how to... How to be up under some boy or from birth. I'm thinking of baby dolls and playing house and that's my No, I want you to learn that you like stars. Those are pretty. Let's learn about them. Maybe you can be an astronaut and maybe you could fucking find- Lovecraft country. Exactly. You motherfucker. Sorry. Damn. Fuck it, man. You motherfucker sat up here and I saw you. I saw you fucking liars. Post the hip the Hippolyta thing. This is amazing. The black queen loves dude. This is amazing. And you cannot, you absolutely can the fuck not enjoy that scene, that powerful work of her going to find love and 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 find self empowerment and the fact that she could have been anything in the fucking world and turn around and say, "What the fuck? I look like mine. I need to get some fucking blah 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 blah." blah. You look like a fucking a loving partner, you piece of shit. But oh, not only that, with that that example of Lovecraft Country, the reason that she had to go and figure out all that she could have been is because she took on the stereotypical role of being yep. the housewife, and she had to tell her husband after he was killed, I dumbed myself down for so long, and I miserable, didn't believe in myself. I was miserable. I did all these things that were not conducive to me being a better individual so that I could be with you and you allowed me to do it. And he had to admit, like, I wanted you to do better. I wanted to support you doing better. But yes, I should have done a better job at allowing you to be as great as you wanted to be, as opposed to thinking that our role was supposed to be in here, creating kids and a family. 
you dumbed yourself down and I allowed you to do that as my partner. We both dropped the ball because neither one of us understood the value of ourselves. So we definitely couldn't understand the value of each other. That shit weak, bro. And I, you know, I, I get everybody has their own, you know, um, perspective and goals, but I have a hard time just not finding it weak. Like, there's too many people that I that I'm related to that came up in this golden era of whatever had they partners and had they fucking shit like my ex like I just I've said this before like my grandmother had a business like I don't I do, it does I don't know what that looks like like I sincerely don't look what that looks know what that looks like my mom and daddy met at work and both progressed and they owned respective fields and shit and it was like and later on figuring out how they did shit like it might have been like you know. um you pay the mortgage, then a nigga's not going to see a bill. And that's not bad. That's not splitting shit. That's like, yo, like, because we're together in this. We got to do 12 trips together this fucking year or whatever because we both contributed as opposed to our your money is our money. Well, but now our shit is cut in half because you want to be a fucking, I don't know, a fucking leech. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm not... Some of y'all is bums, and, and some of you niggas is mad weak. And fight me, nigga. Like, I bet you niggas can't fight. Like, <laughs> Call up Triller. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get some of that Triller money. I'll pay for everything. She, man, fight me, nigga. Like, my girl ain't got to do nothing. I ain't even about to contribute. Like, you know, I want to be Thor, dog. I want to be Thor and Tony Stark at the fucking thing when Ultron kicked in the door. I want to sit there. That's the type of nigga I am. I don't have that type. You niggas got weird. You're, I got an ego, but your niggas' egos is weird. It's in your dicks. I want to be like a nigga be like, yeah, you know, my my girl's here, and she's an amazing model. And I be like, well, it's crazy, man. I wanted my wife to come here, but couldn't because the bitch is in China. Putting together a fucking merger. They called her last minute. She took a red eye. And now she's over there putting together. You know them fucking whatever phone. She's head CEO of this fucking company. Or damn nigga. She would have been here tonight. But she the only surgeon on call on the West Seaboard. Tough break nigga. What your girl do? Suck dick? Fuck you. I don't un- like fuck you man. I'm not. I'm never. I'll, I will die on this hill. Forever nigga. I'm not changing my mind. Fuck you. That's similar to the, the, the question I posted last week. Which would you rather be? Would you rather be Batman or would you rather be Spider-Man or Superman? I'd be Batman. I just watched. I just. I'm, I'm, on, I'm I, like, I'm, I'd be talking shit about Batman, but I just watched like that second Halloween shit. Mm-hmm. And Catwoman was kicking niggas in the fucking head right with this nigga. It was beautiful. Motherfucker, he didn't have to fly across the planet. And you saw the whole Superman fucking movie was fucked up off Lois. Nigga, like, she a fucking liability. That bitch don't do shit but just get in the motherfucking way. Like, what the fuck? I got to sit up in your whole life for just old in-the-way-ass bitch. Nobody want that motherfucking shit. Fuck y'all. Spider-Man over here crying and shit all the goddamn time because old pussy-ass motherfucking, uh... Mary Jane. Yeah. Fuck Mary Jane. Gwen, 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 Spider-Gwen. You gonna kick some motherfucking heads with me, bitch? I don't get out. Fuck y'all. I don't got nothing else. You you can make it intellectual. I'll get on my motherfucking nerves. I would love to love you. I wanted to love. I had this set up, and I wanted to love to love you, but I fucking hate you, motherfuckers, because <laughs> you just raggedy. Uh, you said it up. right. I would. I would love to love you. Yeah, but punk ass niggas and dog head ass bitches just saying stupid shit all the fucking time. Shit. Yes. We ended the episode where I'm not the triggered one going on a rant. 
raggedy motherfuckers. See you hoes on Saturday. <laughs> Oh, man.